Hello and welcome to the corner flag. Luton Town are coming to the Premier League and Everton are staying in the Premier League. Akash is on cloud nine. This is episode 268. Well, 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 Akash Chandan. All the heartburn, all the anxiety, all the the trauma. seems to have been postponed for one more season <laughs> yeah just postponed yeah you know there's a part of me i'm not fully on cloud 9 i'm like cloud maybe 4 4 and a half ish because there's ah. a part of me that was almost wishing that khatam kar no it's just end the misery pull the plug um but yeah one more season at least one more one. season <laughs> one more season of trauma for you prashant soni is back on the pod again because Hello. we are recording remote and uh, it is tough for prashant to make it to the studio all the way from dubai as we have mentioned before prashant uh, uh, I, i can't really say much to you about chelsea because uh, neither can i but they existed they existed they yeah, existed they, they they were there they were there <laughs> Yeah. Should we okay considering that you're back on the pod Haan. after a long time should we just Haan. quickly talk about United versus Chelsea 4-1 Kaun sa game what uh, <laughs> What who was playing Okay okay let's talk about Mikhailo Mudrik because no fuck we are way past we are way past that banter now I'm saying with with Mikhailo Mudrik Kaun What are what what were people saying about Anthony being too expensive and 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 all of that? What 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 happened with Mudrik? Like, how could he not score from that close? You remember we had a player. His name was Timo Werner. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. It's a it's a like for like swap. I don't know what it was, but I thought just, you were going to say we used to have a player. His name was Fernando Torres. He also used to miss open goals like that. We can create a list of this. You remember Lukaku? Yeah, who's now gone to the I Champions think, League finals? Hey, but if Lukaku, was, I think Lukaku was in place of Modric, his first touch would have been so bad that would have bumped into the. No, his first touch yeah. would have been so bad. You would still have his thumbs up for it. Thumbs <laughs> mm, up, but see, I feel like Chelsea does this to strikers, like or, or or like goal scorers, proven goal scorers from other teams when they buy them for a lot of money, and then the goals just dry up. Like I don't know what it is about Chelsea, but I feel like even with Mudrik, I feel like it's it's just that he is so uh, under pressure, and he's a young kid at the end of the day. Of I feel like there's just so much pressure, there's just so much uncertainty happening at Chelsea. that uh, he's just not able to deal with it in his uh, in his first season so maybe uh, with pochettino coming in that might turn out to be good for chelsea and for mudrik in particular i know i mean see mudrik is a kid right like you just said he's at some point these guys just really want to just enjoy football mm. but then after a point when you start putting a lot of pressure they are really not like you don't have that freedom of playing the game that you really want to play or the way you want to play you're not even like used to the style of playing specific kind of football there's all these mm. he's probably not a good fit right maybe he hasn't really? found i don't know it's still it, for me it's still too early to say obviously because of all the changes that chelsea has gone through and mm. no matter what's going to happen still always going to be too early because chelsea is always going to keep fucking making changes um no. but yeah i see i just think it's some of these guys right they have they need to find like they need to be able to get comfortable with the squad to play things you know it i don't think they yeah. found that just yet and i don't know I, i still think he's not comfortable in the squad yeah 
Uh, Akash, do you still would have preferred Mudrik to come to Everton as one of the people that was targeted? Oh yeah, for sure. I would have liked him because right now we have Andros Townsend on the bench who has like an ACL injury happening. But anyways, Wait a second, Andros Townsend is still at Everton? He is, but he's had such a long injury that now in fact his contract's over. His contract, uh, he never got to play again. So while we're on, since there's no run order and no winging in, while we're on United and Chelsea, I want to ask the two of you guys, Harry Kane, where's he going? Because yes. I feel like it's between these two clubs. It's either United mm. or Chelsea that he's going to end up going to. He's not going to leave the Premier League for sure. No other mm. uh, no other team really needs him off its the bill. United mm. or mm. Chelsea, where is he going to be next season? Oh, so it's me going on, obviously. Um, I don't know, man. I would have I would have said United uh, a couple of seasons back. Definitely not the coming season. United's got a really good squad, man. Like, come on. They're, but but United but need, need a striker. Need a strike I don't think. I still don't. I don't think. I don't think they need it. I really don't think they need really? it. Really? Who? Who will go? Anthony Martial. He'll come. He'll do it. You know it. He's proven. It's this proven. Is, no, this, is he, he this is Prashant. This is Prashant playing it. <laughs> this is Prashant playing it cool. No, no. I think. I, I, I don't think they need it. Yeah. I don't think. I I, I think they're, See, they're okay without it. See, deep down inside. Deep down inside. Amog is just happy. He's like, somebody fucking agrees. Somebody fucking agrees. Koi to hai ye podcast. With what? That we don't need whatever another striker. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. See, he's saying that. I don't think he actually believes in it. He's just I, okay, wait, let me make this very, very clear to all our <laughs> listeners. I do. I'm not downplaying it. I desperately, I, I know that we desperately need a striker. We fucking need, our striking options are Wout Weghorst right now, who's on loan from Burnley. And again, I've said this multiple times before on this podcast, bless his soul, he tries a lot, but he's not great. He's not at a Manchester United level. We need a proper goal-scoring number nine. And right now in the Premier League, that's Harry Kane. With the shit season that Spurs have had, mm. he has literally been the one person. And it's not even Jungmin Son. Harry Kane single-handedly has taken Tottenham Hotspur by the collar and dragged them to the position that they finished. <laughs> yeah, without, if it without wasn't him, for him, conference league goals. Nothing, mm, nothing. And he is... A proven Premier League goal scorer, he has the the ability and the desire to be the Premier League's all-time leading goal scorer. Uh, he wants to take that record away from Alan Shearer, which means that he will not want to entertain a move outside of the Premier League if Real Madrid yeah, no and Barcelona, He's not any go. of the European no teams are interested. He'll want to stay in the Premier League. So, as Akash said, it's right. It's between Chelsea and United. And up until... Let's say what one day ago, yeah. I would have said, yeah, he'll he'll definitely want to come to United now because City is no mm. longer an option. They've got Haaland, so they've completed football. Mm. Uh, but and and Chelsea was never going to be an option because what a fucking shit show. But now Todd Bowley has said that he is going to take a step back. They've appointed Maurizio Pochettino, and that Poch connection and Akash, you and I discussed mm. this. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that Poch connection now adds a very interesting dynamic to this race for Kane's signature. From a United point of view, I feel like the two concrete striker targets that we have, actually, let's make that three because there are chatters of this third one. The first two, obviously, Harry Kane is 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 definitely a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes with uh, homegrown quota. He comes with fucking 
oodles of premier league experience so he will really fit well into this ten hag team hmm. uh i think he'll play well with the rest of the players as well uh the second uh, striking option that is being rumored is victor rosemen from napoli now that napoli have won the serie a their big players are pretty much destined to leave uh, much like how we are seeing with mcallister and caicedo with brighton that's just how that club will be run right. uh so i i definitely think osman is going to move in the next transfer window and i think is i think his price tag is 150 million or something like that if i'm not mistaken and i feel like united will break the bank to bring him the problem with osman is he is not proven in the premier league and at this point maybe eric ten hag just needs somebody who knows what the league is all about is proven to be a lethal goal scorer in the league won't have any issue adapting to the team and that's why they might go heavy on kane if not kane then ozman is number 2 number 3 hmm. is gonzalo ramos from benfica because <clears throat> he had a great world cup with portugal right. uh united have a very strong portuguese spine because we have brazilian players and 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 portuguese players portuguese leaders in in terms of bruno fernandes so in that sense he also kind of fits really well into this this united setup but again very young unproven at this level not even a premier league but at an elite level because he's only been playing for benfica yeah so been, you don't know yeah with portugal sorry there have been so many of these false dots with like yao felix yeah. with uh, mm. what was his name renato sanchez no but, is, no but yao felix is actually not he's bad pretty good yao felix he's, has been playing really well for chelsea he's one of the good players at chelsea right now under under frank lampard under chelsea right like in chelsea anyone's good but i'm saying like Portugal. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only not thing, the only thing Joao Felix, the only thing Joao Felix has not been able to achieve at Chelsea is say EA Sports. It's in the game. Oh man! That's just Did you see that sad. video? Sad. No. Because <laughs> so it was it was jo- yeah it was Joao Felix. Uh, it was Armando Broja and it was Noni Madueke. Hmm. And they were asked to say EA Sports. It's in the game. Right. All right. So the other two do it, and then when it comes to Joao Felix, he's like, "He, hey, sports," and the other two just start laughing, and he's like, "Come on, bro, I'm trying, bro. What is this? Come on!" It was so cute to watch because he's he looks only like a bacha. Right. He's getting ragged by these guys, but uh, I feel like he's he's yeah. But I Yankaka. feel like he's doing really well. Yeah, I think he's 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 doing well. Mm. But yeah, I feel like if Osman's for one fifty, then I think Harry Kane be can't be that expensive or won't be more than that because he has only two years remaining on his contract now. He is yeah, he is what now? We'll have to thirty. Yeah, we'll have to play. We'll have to pay the Daniel Levy tax though. Uh, so you know, okay. the price will get jacked up. Um, yeah, but he's so not yeah, going to so. go anything lower than a hundred now. Because that's what he. No, I don't. I yeah, but hundred for Harry Kane or one fifty for Osman, you will definitely want to go for the proven Premier League striker with mm. an insane yeah. amount of I... drive and like a very achievable goal in front. Yeah, because mm. like again, like the the one thing that has always eluded Harry Kane is the quest for trophies, and he'll want he'll want to win trophies at Man United. Like he will then add that extra sort of desire that the squad. can do with you know it's it's, it's not like the desire is any low i feel like tenag's done really well to get that desire up this season uh, and will probably continue to do so in coming seasons but then with kane coming in as well his personal motivation to win trophies 
might just be what the club needs so yeah i think harry kane would be the best option hmm. i just hope that he doesn't fall into this toxic trick of ha par pochettino wahan pe to main udhar jayega kyunki udhar tere ko ghanta kuch milne wala hai harry now we're definitely going to steal him fuck you now you wait i just realized <laughs> while i said that line i sounded like the dubbed version of harry potter on star movies <laughs> ron weasley before they go into whatever the 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 forbidden forest <laughs> ron weasley telling tere ko udhar ghanta kuch milne wala hai harry har <laughs> maro usko bol na yaar uh but yeah so let's go to let's go to uh, uh, survival sunday because that's what it was everything else in the premier league uh, uh, yesterday was uh, was pretty much done and dusted top 4 mm. was pretty much sorted 5th uh, uh, and 6th for the rest of the 5th and 6th were also pretty much sorted the battle for for european places but where it was all happening Ooh. was the relegation zone Ooh. three teams with two spots to go down more like two teams only who though. would be the fuckallest of the fuckall No, at the start of the game, Leeds. it was it was three teams up till five yeah, minutes. Yeah, because Leeds, Leeds, yeah, up till five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come on, but, yeah. let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has anybody checked in on Sam Allardyce? By the way, he was, is he okay? He is probably dancing dis- his his uh, money away in Ibiza or something like that. I mean, no, he's, Having- he he got five hundred thousand pounds. He could have made two point five million more had he kept them up, but he didn't. So he only went away with five hundred thousand pounds. But do you think he's going to just believe that this never happened and he was never manager of Leeds, so as to keep his unbeaten uh, relegation streak, as he claims, still active? Because even that West Brom relegation, he doesn't talk about. He still says, "I've never taken a team down." I mean, this time though, he's definitely taken the team down because I don't remember what the dynamic was with West Brom. But when he came in, Leeds were out of the Premier League. Uh, out of the Premier League relegation zone. Um, yeah. So he did take them down. We've spoken about how he could <laughs> yeah. have potentially lost all the games and still stayed yeah. up because they were, I think, sixteen yeah. to seventeen when he came in. So he's definitely taken them down. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is ridiculous. So I mean, Spurs ended the season on a high, getting a four-one victory over Leeds United. Uh, bye-bye Leeds. I could not be happier. Nobody needs you anyway. The only redeeming quality that Leeds had was they had Marcelo Bielsa as coach for two seasons, and the minute they sacked him, I was like, now there's no sympathy for you guys. Now yeah. fuck you. Like, abhi koi point hai nahi. Why? Why does anybody care about you? Yeah, uh, so good riddance to them. Uh, Everton and Leicester were the other two teams that were that were fighting for that last re- or fighting to not be in that last relegation spot. And regardless of what would have happened, and now we know what happened, Leicester City. Premier League champions not that far long ago, seven years have been have been relegated to the championship. It's it's sad, but with either of the teams going down, it would have been a sad day because Obviously. both those teams have been such big teams in the Premier League era. I think especially Everton though, dude. Come on, I think you also touched upon that. I think a couple of episodes back where you're like Everton going out of the Premier League is just it just it just doesn't feel right. There's something wrong. It feels unnatural. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been unnatural. I mean, it's sixteen this sixty uh, nine consecutive seasons in the top flight. Currently, only Arsenal have a better run right now. Sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like if they went down. It would have been like they did it. Just made it to sixty nine, and then everyone just had a laugh and went down. But thankfully, there'll be a seventy at. Uh, but I feel like. <laughs> 
apart from Everton, the team that I wouldn't want to go down would be Leicester because it's just been such an amazing story. It mm. was it, it it was such a good roller coaster ride. But on the other hand, it also feels like you know how we watch shows that just go on and on and on, and then there are shows like Ted Lasso which finish. You know, it's a finite number of seasons. Yeah. There is a nice loop. And I feel like Leicester had that loop. They came up, they almost went down immediately, then they won the league. FA Cup, they played Europe. And it was just like, no, it was a seven-season arc. Correct. But they'll be back. I feel like they'll bounce back right away. I feel like, see, with Leicester City, you're right. It was a it was a lovely ride, but it was tarnished by Brendan Rodgers. So I think that is the reason that they needed to go down. Uh, yeah, I feel like they just made they stuck some with him terrible. Too long. They stuck hmm. with him too long, and they made some terrible moves in the transfer market. Terrible. Like which ones? I feel like there. Uh, I don't know how much I can blame. They sold Harry Maguire and Wesley Fofana, two of their. They got eighty million most... for Harry Maguire. Exactly. Exactly, but and and they got a lot for Wesley Fofana as well. They got a lot of money for selling two of their centre halves. Now I don't think they should have sold two of their centre halves back to back. I mean, of course, it was in different transfer windows. It wasn't in the same transfer window, but mm. they really shouldn't have done that because once they took those two out of the equation, you were only left with Johnny Evans as your most experienced centre half, and he's been playing really well for Leicester over his time there. But he's not getting any younger. He's not fit enough to play an entire season. Yeah. And we saw that towards the end of Leicester's season. Like, he wasn't available. Like, the last few matches, he had to play through the pain barrier because there was nobody else available. They got all that money for these two players, but they did not invest it wisely. They invested in Patson Dhaka, who was, I would say, a miss. Yeah, didn't really a lot. Work out. he had a lot of potential. He had a lot, a lot of, of potential, potential yeah. didn't work out. They got Chaglar Soyunku in, in defense. Not great. Very, very error-prone. Then they got Wout Fires, also very error prone. I think Wout Fires has the record of scoring the most own goals this season in the Premier League. Sad. Uh-huh. Every time Wout Fires has the ball, you feel like he's going to put it in his own net. So their recruitment has not been very good. And the only other players who could have saved them were an aging Jamie Wardy, who again is not able to perform yeah. all throughout the season. Right. You have James Madison who has his moments. But then he has a big slump in form and then there's nobody to pick that up. And they don't even have a good manager who can manage him back to form. But and I, you have Harvey Barnes. Right. But on the defense, I feel like, again, that's a Brendan Rodgers problem because they would have gone to Brendan Rodgers and said, should we get defenders? And he's like, no, I don't defend. I don't defend. <laughs> <laughs> attack karunga. You get me more attackers. Uh, Defending yeah. me kya hai? Correct. Exactly. Attack is the best form of defense. Yeah. <laughs> he takes that too literally. So I feel like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like... And I feel like those are all the decisions that, that led to Leicester's downfall. That led to Leicester going down because... It, like, you're right. They stuck with Brendan Rodgers for too long. And I... Maybe in hindsight, I, I, I get where the owners are also coming from because again, at the end of the day, Brendan Rodgers is... A good manager. He's no, forget yeah. his time at Liverpool. No, no, forget, forget, forget his time at Liverpool. But he did a good job with a team like Swansea. He did. You know that's where that's where he made his name, and he did a good job with Swansea. He did a good job with Celtic as well. So 
for that profile of a team, he can be good. And nobody expected a Brendan Rodgers team to be sucked into a relegation battle. So it is it is natural for the owners to be like, no, no, we'll stick with him because he's still a very good manager. He can get us out of this. But with everything else that's happening with the club, with the playing staff, like I said, terrible recruitment. Tillemans is running out of contract. They weren't able to re-sign him. So that's one big player in their midfield whose future was completely uncertain for most parts of the season. Uh, Wadi, you don't know if he's going to sign an extension. If he's going to retire, you have no idea what's happening. Madison again, rumours of him going to Newcastle. Future very, very uncertain. Not really focused on the task at hand. Uh, Who else? Johnny Evans, not, not really getting any younger, like I said. With all that uncertainty, Soyunju going to Atletico Madrid at the end of the season, already done and dusted. Mm. They weren't able to tie their players down. And what happens is then the morale in that dressing room also goes down because everybody knows, yeah, nobody's going to be here next season. So why the fuck are we playing so hard? Like, what are we playing for? We We don't know what's happening next season. I think they already knew it, yeah. I've seen that. I think they already knew that they were going to go down. To them, they played a very good game yesterday, and they, they did. They did everything they, they could, did. but it was just too little, too late. You know, like mm. yesterday, I think they had a great performance. I think West Ham also helped by having a shit one. Yeah, but yeah, they mm. all played their hearts out yesterday, and uh, thankfully they didn't do it the previous game. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna miss Leicester, but I think they'll be back right away I think they'll they have lots of saleable assets all these guys that you named will leave they will get money they will invest it well enough to get a promotion right away and I think we'll see some stability again yeah absolutely Uh, let's speak a little bit about Everton though what a game we were watching this at your place, Akash. Of course, it, we had the Everton-Bournemouth game on the big screen and all the other games on the smaller screens. Yeah. Uh, but what a game. And when Dukure scores that, absolute Oof. screamer. Yeah, I wasn't like... It took about five seconds for it to sink in that it actually went in. Because yeah. I don't know where that came from, man. It was... Um, and I feel like we were talking about it before the game... Um, discussing that who are the people that can stand up and Dukore was one of the names mentioned but it was such a good strike and again made me realize how terrible a manager Frank Lampard is because under under <laughs> Benitez and under Lampard Dukore wasn't getting a sniff onto the team sheet he was just nowhere around yeah. and now he's been extremely important he scored I think four goals in the last six games or something like that and he's Really yeah. stood up when it mattered the most. Um, what a strike. It needed something like that. Because uh, yeah. uh, credit to fucking annoying Bournemouth. They could have come out in like chapels and played Aram Se. They had nothing yeah. to play for. But they played their socks off. Uh, I think yeah. the keeper, I forget the keeper's name, made some incredible saves. Matt Travers. He Matt was in the like, first half. Yeah, like he was like, I don't want to give away the screen sheet. There was that uh, Idrisa Ganagi shot. There were a couple of really good saves. And Mm. I think it needed something special, like what Dukure came up with. Because it was stressful. Like Goodison Park, up until that goal, was nervy. And I was expecting it to be like bouncing and pumping. And it was. But then when Leicester took the lead... 
the nerve started to show yeah you yeah. could hear it yeah like you can you see you could hear it yeah it went from like a bit of a party to an angry bun- beehive you know there was that yeah. buzz in the air every mistake was being like not booed but there was that collective gasp and groan, groan of annoyance um but the outpouring of emotion when that bowl went in like gary nevels uh, commentary was like he's like i've never been in a gantry that sh- that shakes so much because it was just insane yeah. and then after that goal went in bonmet also was like chal now we're not like we don't give it enough of a shit to maru and come back so i think yeah. after that bonmet went little bit into second gear but it was terrifying up until i don't i don't think so but, i mean sure bonmet may have been like you know we are we're done with this But credit to Bournemouth, they really did mind games and all. Ah, come on, like yeah, 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 they, they had some full serious mind. They mind. they made it they made it as tough as they could yeah. for Everton. Yeah, they made it. They made they made it be like, yeah, we want to get a result here. Like we don't care about your Premier League status. Even if you have to play WWE, we go with Pickford. Ah, हम लोग को जीतने का है. हम लोग को जीतने का है. So I mean, and and that's that's great. That is the that is the type of mentality that you want in a game like this. Also, where even no, a team that has nothing to fight for, fight. That, that's the mentality Shut you want. Just stop, stop talking about it from an Everton <laughs> point of view. Now we are a football podcast for general <laughs> listeners also. Fuck that. So from a neutral's point of view, <laughs> uh, no, but it was great. It was great to see. It was great to see the games uh, all together. And uh, I was also rooting for Everton because between Obviously. Everton and Leicester, I'd rather Leicester go down and not Everton. Yeah. Uh, uh, because Everton are a Premier League fixture, and also because I really, really care about your mental health, Akash. I really, really like you. Uh, you know, so... if 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 I'm being completely honest, if you care about my mental health, you would let them go down. Because then it would be like a, it's like your friend is in a very toxic relationship. It's been like a two decade long very toxic relationship. If you genuinely cared about me, you'd be like break up early, khatam khatam early, rip the bandage. See, if you if you were if you were if, I mean if 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 Everton was going to go down to the Championship, you'd still get to see the games because they're all on fan code for really really cheap. And uh, Akash, you and I saw the playoffs final, the Championship playoffs final between Coventry City and Luton Town, yeah. uh, which Ooh. saw Luton Town beat Coventry City on penalties. Fantastic game up until the last penalty that Coventry City missed, but. What that means is, little Luton Town are in the Premier League. Nine years ago, they were playing non-league football, and now they are in the Premier League. Uh, they have a player, I think Mapunzu, I think is his name, who has been with Luton since the non-league days, and he has seen them go from non-league to league to League One Championship and now Premier League. And he said, "I feel like I've completed football." And what a fucking story! Because I mean. He, Listeners, you must have seen a lot of photos from the Luton Town account and from Athletic and from a bunch of other football tweeters and Instagrammers about uh, 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 Kenilworth Kenilworth Road, which is uh, Luton's uh, stadium, and how tiny it is, and how the entrance to the stadium is through people's houses. It's a fantastic story. Like this is a team that you would expect to play in the FA Cup fourth round, but yeah, they're in the Premier League. You're going to see them every week. it's going to be great it's it's amazing and not only so 9 years ago they were in the non league but when leicester won the premier league which was in 2006 they were in league 
and now mm. they are above Leicester in the pyramid. It's just yeah. what a rise. And what a rise. Consequently, what a fall. What a rise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, their manager Rob Edwards was earlier on in the season manager of Watford. I'm sure, those mugs must be thinking they did something wrong. Yeah, they must be hating it. Uh, one of those mistakes that's going to bite you in the ass. Yeah. But where absolutely. did they finish? So it, if I'm not mistaken, they finished what sixth in the championship. I think they finished sixth. So it's going to be a tough ask, huh, for them. Yeah. It is going to be tough. It is going to be tough. But I feel like for a team like Luton, even that one season in the Premier League will help the club. Because the money that they'll make from that one season and the parachute payments that they'll get for the next three seasons if they do go down immediately. Sorry, Luton finished will... third. Respect. Oh, they finished third. third. Oh, respect. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Luton join Sheffield and uh, Burnley in the Premier League next season with Leicester... Southampton and Leeds United going down. It is going to be absolutely fantastic. Right, before we go, let's quickly talk about uh, Bayern Munich. They won the Bundesliga. Dortmund shat the bed right at the end. Yeah, How? terrible, Just, dude. How? They had it. They almost had it. No, Maybe but next they didn't. season. They we'll just, see. In the last game, they just never took the lead. They never took yeah. the initiative. They never went ahead. Yeah. It, it, they arsenaled it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's worse. Not really. They really bottled it, man. One game to go, really you're did. playing mains. Yeah. It's one game. Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. What means? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal had a long time going. This was one game, 90 minutes. Yeah. And they just. Yeah. They, really, they really should have. Right. It is time for us to get out of here. It is a short episode this time around because we only wanted to focus on the relegation battle and the comings and goings in the Premier League for next season. But what that means is next week, uh, when we come back, it will be after the FA Cup final. Hopefully, United will have beaten Man City in that and stopped <laughs> oh, them from winning. Oh, my friend. <laughs> goddamn oh, treble. Oh, my God. I believe, guys. Your I believe. I believe. I I I think I think we'll get it. Yeah, ah, we'll of course. Anthony Martial will uh, go score. Karega, pakka. Karega, karega. Are, we'll transfer Kane in right now. Only. Ah, <laughs> we'll transfer not? Kane in right now for this game. Uh, no, but what that means is next week when we come back, we will come back uh, uh, to reveal our predictions that we made at the start of this Premier League season. Uh, so we'll see how we got on. And joining us on the podcast will be a few friends of the flag. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be really, really interesting. People who listen to us and and contribute to us uh, will be joining us. They'll be helping us make our team of the season. They'll be helping us reveal our prediction. So it's going to be an absolute fucking party. It is going to be great, guys. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Corner Flag. If you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us what you thought of this episode, you can reach us on our social media. You can find Akash on Instagram at... Akash Channel. You can find Prashant on Instagram at... Prash224. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Amogrindive. You can also follow The Corner Flag on Instagram and Twitter at the Corner Flag Pod. Do visit our website, thecornerflag.in. Support us by going to buymeacoffee.com slash thecornerflag and buying us a coffee because that really, really helps us. If not, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And do not forget to give us a five-star review because that also helps us climb the podcast charts and be discovered by brand new listeners. Shout out to Kezad Gurda for composing our theme tune. And until next weekend, it is goodbye from us. So say bye, Prashant. Bye. Say bye, Akarsh. Bye. And it's bye from me. Bye.